<laughs> All right, welcome to the roundtable. <laughs> I'm your host, Brock Crichton, and um, we've got Lance Clark here with me as well. What up? And we're introducing today um, our newest member of our team, Mr. Daniel Sanchez. Hey. So that was actually... Um, <laughs> we realized we didn't have like an intro song to the podcast, and uh, so we just live... Uh, I did it, <laughs> and um, we'll see if we end up uh, recording it or finding something else. <laughs> and we kept it, and we made it all up in like what, like five minutes? Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> perfect. Hard. Yeah, it was great. we love it. We love it. <laughs> so I was on the sh- shaker. Danny was on the guitar. Lance was making sure levels were just perfect. Next time we need so some cowbell in there. To yeah, really. I told you you could have been on the cow- cowbell. <laughs> we don't have an actual cowbell. Yes, we do. It's not a cowbell, it's a bongo. So here's my, this is my daughter's Casio keyboard. Oh, you're right. It's a bongo, not a cowbell. It's different. You could have been like... It's got an Indian feel. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, you actually wrote the uh, yes. that intro for us. Yes, it took... Thank you. It took years of preparation to, <laughs> to, to write that. Thank you for enabling us not to get sued by copying someone else. And we won't mention... Just, oh, can we please? No. Can we please? No, 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 no. Okay. Leave a comment if you know what song it, it, we decided to... Yeah, if you can guess the inspiration. Yeah, to, inspiration. Yeah. Um, Good luck. But yeah, yeah. Uh, so, we yeah, we realized we didn't have an, an intro song. Anyway, so... <laughs> Let's get to the uh, discussion today. So I want to introduce uh, Daniel Sanchez, Danny, as I like to call him. Um, maybe just tell us a little bit about yourself, and then we'll kind of, yeah, get into what we want to talk about today. Oh, me, I'm Daniel Sanchez. I am representing the Latin uh, <laughs> minority of the population. Um, I'm a freelance copywriter. I've been uh, doing that for almost 10 years now. Um yeah, I basically take words and turn them into money. That's an amazing elevator pitch. I tried. Just, like, did you work on that? Because, like, it was like, I turn words into money. Boom. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. I don't know if I've, I've heard it, you say it a couple times, but I, I just, in this context, sort of introducing yourself for the first time and thinking about business and that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah I, honestly, I'll tell you where it came from. It came from, like, years of people, you know, telling people I'm a copywriter, like, oh, so when you want to copyright something, right. I come to you, I'm like, no, that's not what I do. And after like yeah. years and years of like people not getting what I do, I just, I kept refining it. And it got to the point where like, I like, well, I would say I'm a salesman in print. It was a classic one. And then, um, yeah. And, uh, a mentor of mine mentioned something. He's like, I turn ink into, 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 into cash. And I'm like, yeah, that's kind of a, sort of what I do, but I don't write with a pen, so like, nope, I turn words into money. So, and, mm. and that's a metaphor, and, and that's one of the things that's really powerful about persuasion is when you really condense it. Um, yeah, it's it, it's about small ideas that that represent big things. So, what I've found from my experience with you from day one, and I know tons of people can attest to this, so it's not it's not just me, but you sure. are you just the, your ability to 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 talk, interact, connect with people and, and help. And, and I don't know if it's persuasion because it's not like you're trying to persuade, but just your ability to understand somebody's needs and who they are and be interested and communicate valuable information to them to a point where they want to 
you know, use you they, right. as, as, a, as a copywriter, as a marketer, as a consultant. Yeah. Um, it, that's, I, I think that's, if I, you know, just to, just to kind of introduce, okay. intro you again, that's, a, I think, a strong you always get, have, a gift, yeah, really, you, that, what you, it comes you, down to. One of the things you always ask me is like, how did you get this client? <laughs> like, I'm like, I was in the library and I started talking to a guy and... Right. He just happened to be into this and that. And he's like, how are you getting these people? And honestly, like, I don't advertise. I just, like, meet people and converse. But I know that if, you know, give me a five-minute conversation, a five- or ten-minute conversation is going to lead to a 20-minute conversation. Yeah. By the end of 20 minutes, if someone doesn't know that I know my stuff, they don't, there's there's no point in, they'll know. Like, I just have this weird thing where, like, I meet strangers and all of a sudden I'm best friends with them. <laughs> it happened yesterday. I was out for a walk. Uh, just saw this cup, like, a couple and they had a dog and out of nowhere so we were just talking for like 15 30 minutes and it just came from out of nowhere so it's organic and so you're right so so how do you do that well <laughs> i mean that's the kind of thing is like yeah how do you just walk up to a stranger and all of a sudden this this happens so the, you know the, here's the irony if someone had told me i you know i i can meet people like randomly at the library and make clients and and make friends with people out of nowheres and, and like this I, I do the same thing I don't I don't actively mar market myself I meet actually make most of my meet most of my clients just randomly from like thin air <laughs> <laughs> and so um, and uh, and I used to be a really shy kid growing up I was really shy I was the kind of kid that if you even walked up to I'd like cry because I was just so inherently shy like I couldn't even speak to people and uh, it's ironic that uh, I was writing this, helping me write the little jingle, <laughs> because uh, it was actually the, the thing that really shifted for me was uh, I was one t I was working at a bookstore one time and they had this little event where they had everyone kind of like show their musical talents or whatever it was, and I really thought I was great at guitar. I thought this is a great talent for me to to to, to demonstrate. I never really performed in public before, and. I completely bombed. Like it went well for a while, and then <laughs> and then I decided to start to get all like, yeah, you, you start know, thinking shelly. about it, and and it's just, yeah, like, I got it's almost like an outer body experience. Where it's like my hands aren't things working. are not working. My brain is not making the sounds yeah, it yeah, wants to make. Yeah. And it was like it was kind of honestly it, looking back, it was kind of like watching a, a plane fall out of the sky, you knew it was going to hit the ground and explode. It was just like, mm. it was, I was bombing so bad. <laughs> and then I, I walked away and I've never been so embarrassed. I was like completely, and I, I grew up shy and very embarrassed, but I always embarrassed myself and everything like that. Then one of the coworkers went up to me and said, Daniel, you did a great job. And I'm like, really? He says, he says, you bombed near the end. He says, I can tell you bombed at the end. He says, but he says like, but look at everybody else. They're all doing the same thing. I was like, wait a minute. And I, I paid attention and I started noticing, actually, some of these people are screwing up too. And I didn't think that big a deal of it. I didn't care. And I was like, man, I'm making such a big mountain out of a molehill hmm. over these little mistakes. Right. So one of the things that, that I always recommend is like, uh, like the first thing that always happens when people are on like a cold call or they're walking up to somebody's business for the first time, the first thing they start thinking about is, oh crud, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to. You know, this is going to happen. I got all all these expectations, all this anticipation, all these fears, all the doubts, all these things show up. And the moment you start thinking about those things, it's like it completely expands and explodes. You end up doing what I do. You, you blow it. And the minute you start walking up to the people, you might have a moment where things are kind of good. But then somewhere down the conversation, mm -hmm. things go awry. Mm -hmm. And so the first thing I always recommend is you have to forget yourself. You have to completely let go of your expectations mm -hmm. 
your doubts, they're going to show up. They just do. Every time I'm about to play or perform in front of people, same thing happens. I always have these little voices in my head going, blah, 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 you're going to suck, everything looks like that. And I know that if I pay attention to it, it's just, I'm not going to get anywhere. And so I know for, for myself that if I focus on, even for like, even the briefest of moments and go like, oh crud, what are they going to think? I can't play. Like, I literally can't play. I know I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to revert back to that, like, goofing up thing. You have to be so focused on the moment and on, on, on that other person that you have no expectations at all. I think what I'm... Well, I think that was your... That the main point from that is you... Uh, a lot of us have these fears. Yeah. But everybody's going to make mistakes. Yes. You're not going to be perfect. Yes. And when you let go of those expectations to be perfect and to make a difference, then you realize that, you know, this is an opportunity. Step yeah. one, that yeah. you can just go up and initiate. I think then the next step yeah. is, like you said, how, well, okay, yeah. now you've, if you've gotten over that fear, like, okay, I'm doing it. I'm going to make this approach. We already determined that. Yeah. What's the next? Like the very first thing you should be focused on is ha making a connection. Like, Somebody walks, like the people that walked up to me with a dog. I didn't say, oh man, I really want to talk to these people. I'm like, you know what? That's a cool dog. I'm going to go say something about the dog. Yeah. And I talk about the dog. I'm like, I've seen this dog before. What's yeah. this name? Yeah. And like, that dog's name is this. And right. then I started talking about the dog. And I said, what's your name? And whatever it is. And, right? Well, I like, I like what you said. I like what you said about the, like the dog. Yeah. Because you're like, you know, you're, you're thinking, who knows? This person could be a potential client. Um, but you said, you know, I'm not going to force myself on them. I just, this is a comment that I have to make about this dog. And that sort of uh, facilitated the connection that you, you made with these people, right? Yeah. Like, well, a lot of times I see a lot of people when they're trying to, they're trying to get business. I mean, let's face it, you're busy. You have, you, you have overhead, you have all these things on your mind. You want to make more money. Um, and you want to look good. You want to have a great image and, and get perceived and all these things. But the fact is, when you're thinking about all that stuff in terms of an interaction, people can sense that. They can sense that this is about you somehow. And even if you try to hide the agenda, they can feel it. They can sense it. When you put the agenda aside and you really do have a genuine interest in them and you have a genuine interest in, in potentially getting to know them. Like, I didn't just say that, say hey, that's a great dog, and then walked off. Yeah. I said, hey, that's a great dog, and then I looked at them, and I showed that I was interested in them, yeah. and it was about making a connection with them. And, you know, I could have started continuing the conversation, say, what do you do for a living? I do this, and blah, blah, boom. And then that, then we can have a real conversation mm -hmm. about business if there's a fit. Right. But, but um, I mean, you know, a business owner sees you come in. They know you're coming for something. It's going to come up. But they don't really care about that right away. They're not like, well... Tell me what you want and why you're here. Some of them are very defensive. They'll do that, right? And, but you can easily shut that down by just just being yourself and just saying, okay, well, what's of interest to me? What's what's important to me in this moment? What, like, I think that's a that's a really weird thing. I I think I gave this example one time. Okay, so if if you went to the supermarket um, and you see a melon and you're like, boy, I sure like. What do you think about melons? And they'll be like, <laughs> uh, they're okay. It's like it's right. weird. But when you say, and you smell it, you go like, oh man, this is oh. amazing. You're sharing right. a part of yourself. Right, right. And you're inviting that person to share something about themselves too. Mm -hmm. And they're like, yeah, I love melons. Yeah. So the, so my question about the watermelons and everything, and like this is kind of talking from experiences, 
when do you when have you talked about watermelons too much? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think you mentioned this before. Uh, I think that's a fear thing. I, I don't I don't know if there's a, a an actual amount of time where you say like, well, past thirty seconds is <laughs> <laughs> one minute or whatever, because you can generally talk about things for a while. Um, when it becomes uh, too long, is when someone can tell that you're not moving the the conversation forward to whatever it is you want to move it forward to. Like, if you're, like, if you need it, like, I, it's just like, I, I always relate uh, marketing to dating because it's an easy thing to relate to. But when you meet somebody for the first time, and if you immediately go, hey, by the way, my name is this and this is, you want to get married? I have a house and this beautiful envelope. It's like, whoa, 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 too much. And it's all about you. But if you do have a genuine conversation with somebody and it's organically flowing, it's good. The moment things get awkward between you and the other person is this is a this is an interesting point too is if you start wasting time talking about something to death and the other person can sense that you want more or you want to talk about something else and you're not inviting it that creates an awkwardness so if you sit around and be like hey that's a wonderful suit where'd you go italy oh i love italy italy's amazing and then and then you keep talking about, I sure wish I was... The guy is in his head now going like, but why are you here? Mm-hmm. Like, are you here to talk about Italy or are you here to talk about something else? Mm-hmm. So there's nothing wrong. Once you once you feel a sense of connection to somebody, it's okay to transition and say, hey, you know, the real reason I'm here is because I'm, you know, going around and, mm-hmm. you know, looking for businesses. We can help me do this and this and this. This is something you'd be interested in. Mm-hmm. And they're okay with that. People will always be okay once they've had that point of connection with you. They don't have to overthink it. They're like, this is awesome. I like this. We're good now. You don't need a lot. It doesn't take a lot of time. Once people know that you're a real honest human being and that you care about them, they're good. They're like, hey, okay, what else do you want? Like, what else are you here? People people are aware of the fact that you want something. It's not a, it's not a bad thing. You should never feel ashamed about that. So, and so what if, what if someone... Mm-hmm. Even you're like walking up and you're, you're in the zone. You're like, okay, I'm going to do this. I've got something I'm going to say to this person. And mm-hmm. you like, I mean, I know I love that dog. I can't wait to say it. And they turn and they just like, you immediately get the sense like, they don't want me here. Like, oh my goodness, abort, yeah. abort. Like, <laughs> like, what do you do in that situation? That, well, that, that's going to happen. And that's, that's mm-hmm. the reality. I think that's the sad fact is that one of the things that's preventing a lot of business owners and a lot of people from Mm -hmm. making more sales is that you're like if you want to sum up everything that i'm saying is that you're inviting a relationship you're inviting connection you invite it but not everyone's going to want it a lot of people are going to like it and a lot of people are going to have their own hang-ups and issues like (laughs) like you're going to walk up to some girls and you might be the perfect fit for her but she's like not into you because of whatever hang-ups she's got like Uh that happens like there's not much Mm -hmm. you can do about that Mm-hmm. Um, and they same with experience. <laughs> yes, lots of <laughs> happens all the time. Uh, no, it's, but if you post, you post something online, there's going to be people who are going to be like, "I hate that," or "You stupid idiot," or whatever. And if you so, and here's a this is a good sign. If you're not creating some kind of polarity, mm. you're not creating an impact. Mm. So so let's just say okay, I'm just going to kind of revert back to I'm walking in, I'm I'm through the door, I'm halfway between the door and the reception desk, and I I haven't even really got going. They're like what are you what are you selling or or i you know i'm not interested so what do you do in that situation do you just go okay and you turn around and you walk the other way or is there something that you can do in that situation to again help them drop their guard and at least hear what to say totally totally so this is this is one little trick that i learned that 
that's helped me a lot. So the minute somebody, again, you're actually inviting a real relationship and mm -hmm. a real connection with somebody. You have to almost believe that, hey, this, there's a real possibility. Like, it, it, it's a weird trick, but just imagine someone's your best friend already. And your best friend said, hey, man, I don't want to talk to you, blah, blah, blah. Right. What you do is you say, hey, I apologize. There's something, right. is, I, if, I apologize. I didn't mean to come off this way. If there's something I said. Is there something I said that, that mm. made you? I, and then you tell them your real intention. Say, you know, I'm genuinely not even, and like, mm. you can say, I'm not even, I'm here looking for potential clients. I'm not even sure if I'm the right fit for you. Okay. I don't even know, but I thought I'd come over, say right. hi, see if this is something that we, right. you know, yeah. meet. Like really, well, think of it this way: guy's busy, sees a guy, you all he, he comes in, and he goes, ah, another one of those guys. Yeah, yeah. This is important. Whenever you get a negative reaction from somebody you don't even know, mm. ninety-nine percent of the time, it's all about their stuff. Mm -hmm. And if it is, you might have said or done done something that triggered that. But it's mm. just their, it's mm -hmm. just their, it's just their emotional mm -hmm. baggage. Mm -hmm. Ninety percent of people are generally good, you know, and they 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 don't mind you coming in, and they're they're very accepting, um, and even even if they do, maybe feel that awkwardness or feel that you're not, you know, like I've had, <laughs> I've gone in and known I've blown it. Like yeah. knowing that I'm not being offended, like, or that it comes on just like, oh, that's not how I wanted to sound. And people have actually been very kind yeah. to me, you know, in, uh, uh, or understanding of the situation. And so I, I guess what I'm saying is like, do you find that it's actually not as bad as we make it out to be? Well, that makes sense. it's very cliche to say this, but it really is a mental game. Like a lot mm -hmm. of the stuff that's in your head, like if someone goes in with the attitude that crap, nobody likes cold calls, nobody likes the, the visits, nobody likes this kind of marketing, blah, blah, blah. And mm -hmm. you have all these ideas, guess what? You're mm -hmm. probably going to fulfill that. But right. If you let go of all that and actually right. like test it, like test, get evidence. Is this really true? And go there with the, with the mindset of curiosity of like, what's going to happen? Don't have any mm -hmm. expectations. Show up. If you bomb, mm -hmm. you bomb. Like you can walk up to, a, to somebody and like in a dating thing, be completely nervous and say, Hey, my name's Dan or Daniel. And I, I'm really nervous right now, but I really want right. to say hi to you. And you're not hiding anything. Mm. You can be genuine like that. This is the most counterintuitive thing in the world. And it's, but it's completely disarming, but you could walk into a place and let's say you have no connection. Like you went to a city, you don't have a clue who this person is. Right. Nothing. Right. You can literally walk through the door be like, listen, my name is Daniel. I don't have a clue who you are. I don't know. <laughs> right. I just walked in. I saw your yeah, sign. Yeah, yeah. Right. I am. I. I'm. I You're being genuine. And, yeah. and I'm gonna say I. I'm gonna. I could easily pretend that I am all like. Yeah. I'm. I'm all. You know. I put together. Right I'm now. put together, and I have the plan, but I don't. And the fact that that's incredibly disarming because what's happening is like the word genuine. They want to make you feel at home now. They kind of like. They realize that you're. I don't know, being honest, being yeah, authentic. Being, well, it's bold and courageous. And it's also, right. and, and that's it's funny. You're being funny. You're entertaining. You're giving them value already by being, you're not being your typical salesperson or, you know, quote unquote, somebody that's trying to sell them something. Yeah. You're just being, it's vulnerability. You. Yeah. Vulnerability. Okay. It's vulnerability. It's part of it. And being vulnerable shows strength. That's the thing that's mm. very missing from, from mm -hmm. marketing and business is vulnerability mm -hmm. is strength because um, one of the postures like body language you open up your legs and you open up your hands and you stretch out your arms people are like this makes you feel more alpha or whatever it is 
here's the irony, is that these are the most sensitive areas of your body that you could die from. Somebody bites you in the neck or kicks you in, you know, some place you don't want to be kicked and stuff like that. These are vulnerable areas. And so when you open yourself up like that physically, you're basically saying, I'm secure, I feel safe with you. And I feel safe okay. in your presence. And right. that's another way of doing this. The verbal emotional version of this is saying, you know what? I am not good at this. I am all nervous. And you can't, shouldn't do that all the time. I think you can program yourself to say that too many times and then you'll feel nervous all the time. But in that moment, if you're feeling a little, you're like, you know what? I don't, really have, I don't have a very smooth picture or anything like that. Mm. But I'm here. I'm looking around. I want to make, I want to, meaning businesses in the area, I really want to right. connect with and see if, the, just, and be genuine. Like, have the actual intention. Don't think of a sale. Think, am, are we right for each other? Okay. Are, are we, we, like you might have. This, are we making a connection? Yeah, but maybe guys really don't have a connection. Maybe this guy and you, they're right. not the right person, personality. And yeah. it's okay. It's okay for things not to work out. Okay. So, and I guess that's, that's what I was trying to say is that, you know, you don't, uh, you kind of let go of that expectation and you're open to whatever you know, interaction you're about to have and, and looking for those, you know, ways to connect. You don't need to like meditate before you, before you go in. And so you're just like, I am, I am, I, there's blackness in my brain. I am not thinking about <laughs> anything. I'm just going to go in. I'm not even going to open my eyes until I get to the reception desk. And then I'm going to let the experience come to me. Like you don't need to do that. Like, obviously you want to make that lead as warm as possible. Exactly. And, you know, those are always the best, but if they're cold, it's like, what can you do to warm that situation up? And if you're coming in, if you're coming in, uh, and you are cold then you are not sensitive to their time and their feelings, then they're going to feel that, right? They're going to register yeah. that. Whereas if you're, if you're conscious or you, like you said, you show your vulnerability. Mm. So it lets, it lets them know, Oh, like I'm, I, I can see, I can be myself, you know, yeah. I can be myself around this person because this person's obviously showing their uncomfortability or their vulnerability gives them the freedom to do that. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. So I, I think, I don't know. I mean, to me that, that, that's really good insight. Like the biggest, the hardest thing I think for anybody is getting over that hurdle to take that step. It's so much easier to be like, I'm not going to do it rather than be like, you know what, you know, my business calls for me to generate more revenue. If I want to grow my business, if I want to support the people that are working for me, I need more business. Well, I'm not going to get that just sitting around. Yeah. Right. So I need to go, I need to do something, but if I do that something, is it going to be, is it going to work? And I think that that's why like online marketing and advertising, it's so easy to like, to spend money to get somebody to do that for you. And sometimes I think that's okay. Like it's okay for Google paid ads or things to deliver your message and entice people. But do you think that like, do you think that in person, you know, walking, like what is the best form of marketing way to market for a business? Because I, you know, I, yeah, I don't know. I want, I do want to make that impression. Um, anyway, I'll, I'll pose that question. I was just thinking about this like a couple of days ago and this is what I like, this is what I believe. And I was actually going to put a Facebook post about this, uh, myself. Um, that business isn't about like we use these word marketing and sales and all that kind of stuff, but it has nothing. These are all just words and labels for stuff. Mm-hmm. Essentially, business is all about relationships. It's all about connection. And then, hmm. 
at the in that relationship you offer you you create an offer that's it the minute the relationship becomes less value than the actual stuff you offer in terms of value stuff like that then people now you're just a commodity you're not a person anymore mm. you're not a business you mm. are they're going to price shop you they're going to mm. there's no real value like mm. of course you want to be able to offer a service that offers value mm -hmm. and that it's superior in some way or, mm -hmm. or has some special way of meeting someone's needs mm -hmm. but if if that client doesn't feel like you care about them mm. the minute like and they don't have connection they don't have a relationship with you they don't feel like they've they've had a good experience with you that they're not getting regular connection with you they you know that that that's that that relationship's dead pretty quick someone else is going to come along that's a little nicer someone's going to come along that's a little tall like it's just like in dating you know there's always going to be a guy who's richer taller smarter whatever it is more successful and they're going to take that person away from you in a sense unless you can provide something of deeper value than just simply the, mm. the external so you're saying that we're going to make a Facebook post advertising our services and it's going to be we love watermelons. Let us take your headshot. <laughs> <laughs> you can do that, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, well, if you want to get into the copywriting aspect of that, but you'd, say, you know, you'd be like, you know what? Today we're celebrating the fact that we love watermelons. <laughs> I used to love watermelons. Watermelons are amazing. So today we're having a watermelon sale. <laughs> we're having a watermelon <laughs> sale. Come get your headshot at the same time. Woo! Yeah. Good to go. Um, so the real, uh, yeah, the real reason that I brought you in here is for your free marketing advice. Uh, <laughs> um, so my question now is since we've taught, you know, we've talked about the in-person, uh, and making that connection and, and, you know, making the sale, doing those things in person. So, but the question is, is with all this online marketing and advertising mm -hmm. and not just online marketing or new age marketing, but even the conventional ways, like uh you know just anything in print or like billboards newspaper newspapers stuff yeah like yellow yeah. pages yeah okay. so how do you translate that how do you translate a real human emotional you know that that in person thing mm -hmm. that we just talked about how do you translate that into all of that okay so that's a good question because a lot of people have this tendency to be like okay well now I'm marketing everything's got to change i got to learn a new strategy for this i got to learn a new strategy for that i got to okay you know emails got to be this way social media has to be this way it's all this different like animal and and they feel overwhelmed and they're like oh i gotta fire this expert uh, expert and yeah there's some strategies to everything in terms of like delivery of those mediums but it's still the same thing like you're still trying to connect with somebody you still have to be authentic with your voice know who you are what you represent what matters um you know start talking about the things that uh points of connection if you know your if you take the time to get to know your audience talk to them, meet them in person, survey them, um, do some actual market research and find out what their pain points are, their worries, their fears, their, like really, I, like one of the things I used to do with, with, um, with some of my copy students and stuff like that is like, they're like, oh, they have this idea that they can't write copy. And I'm like, okay, well, tell me somebody you know really well. And they'll be like, oh, I have a sister. i be like, awesome. What's something that she really loves? She's like, I'm really into handbags. I'm like, great, write her a letter, telling, convincing her on a handbag out comes the perfect, the best thing I've ever seen or ever, ever written. So it's never really about the, the thing that you're selling. It's usually about yourself, knowing the other person. When you know someone really well, or at least attempt to try to know them, that connection is, it flows easier. Because now when you're writing something, you know who you're writing to. Like, think about that other person, how they're going to react to this thought, how they're going to react to these words. Um, and, and take the time to think about where they are mentally and emotionally in that moment. Are they like, are they at their computer? Are they busy? Are they working? 
when it comes in, you know, in terms of the problem you're trying to solve, where are they in terms of relation to it? Do they actually know they have a problem? If they're really educated on the problem and they're searching for different solutions, then you need to talk to, talk about that. Like talk about something from where they're where they're at. If um, I mean, there's there's all these weird strategies for that. But so you're you're saying really, when you think about yourself and when it's about you and what you're selling and the price and you and you think this is the way you should market, that's when it's not effective. Whereas. Yeah. You're talking about getting to know your audience and figuring out, you know, what do they need and what do they want and what are they thinking and then and then speaking to that authentically. Yeah. But so you're you're saying really when you think about yourself and when it's about you and what you're selling and the price and you and you think this is the way you should market, that's when it's not effective. Whereas you're talking about getting to know your audience and figuring out you know, what do they need and what do they want and what are they thinking? And then, and then speaking to that authentically. Yeah. So, um, okay. Well, actually there's a little, there's a little funny thing that this, I learned in like relationship, uh, like this, some, like I study all sorts of different things. And one of the things I study is like, you know, um, marriage therapy and, and, and relationships. And I, I remember something really profound that really changed my life. The guy said, you know, and in any relationship, there's actually three relationships. There's a relationship with yourself. There's the, you know, your partner's relationship to themselves, and there's the relationship you have with each other. And if you aren't aware of all three of those things, you can't have a proper connection with somebody. You, there's a tendency to be like, okay, I'm only going to think about myself. What do I want? What do I need? And that's the typical default for a lot of people. Like, oh, what do I do to make the sale? And what do I got to do to magically trick everybody to finally think that I'm awesome and, and authentic so I can get the people to, to like and share my stuff and blah, 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 blah. The other one is to think only of the other person. And that's great, but that's also like a, like a codependent kind of relationship where you're like, oh, what do I got to do to make them feel good? And, and that's a little bit more successful. But if you, you're like a blank wall and you'll do whatever they want all the time um, and you don't stand up for your values, the things that matter, and you don't know yourself, you lose, you lose a personality. You, you, you fade into the background, you become a nobody. A lot, what a lot of people do is that they, um, when they first start out their business, they're like, oh, every, you know, they'll, they'll plaster the whole world with, with their message. Be like, ah, you know, anybody and everybody, because they're desperate, there's a sense of lack, and they they, they, they need money. So, they, But once you get to the point where you kind of build your confidence, you know you can deliver results, then you have to kind of go, okay, well, like, who do I actually want to work with? And and like, why? And what kind of dynamic do I want to have? And all these kinds of things. And so that that's where things start to change, because then, then, then you're maturing as a business owner. Well, like you said, it, you know, a big part of it, this whole thing is about... You know, knowing who you are, what you stand for, what's auth- what's authentically you, mm-hmm. what that other person is about, and you know how to make that connection. But the thing is, is like, if you don't know really anything about them or your you know your target market, mm-hmm. and on the flip side, you don't really know anything about yourself, then, I mean, would you say it's a kind of a waste of of an effort because, well, not necessarily an effort because you can learn as you go, but you'll find that the more you, like you said, know who you are and what you want mm-hmm. and what is important to you and you understand who you're targeting. Yeah. Um, like it's no point for me going into, you know, let's just say as pitching architectural photography and going into like a donut shop. Yeah. You know, really like even though shop. I want to do architectural photography, um, they have no need for it. So I don't really understand who I'm going to and vice versa. Whereas if I am pitching for wedding clients, but I'm actually a commercial photographer. 
like that's not what I want. It might be what they want. So it's having that congruence between the two. And if you can't, if you don't understand either of those, then yeah. really you need to figure out either of you need to figure out one or I, both of those things. Yeah. Really, you need to understand which is going to be the topic of our next discussion, mm -hmm. uh, where we're going to be talking to um, another sales and marketing expert, um, our friend actually, who's joining the team as well, Dylan Curl. So we'll be talking to him about that. Um, is there any other comments, last comments you want to make? No, I'm done. <laughs> no. Your, 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 your free consult's over. <laughs> no. All right, cool. Well, honestly, you're my favorite. I love, you know, having, having you as part of my team. Uh, you know, I can ask you anything, talk to you about anything. You're mm. very creative, you come up with great ideas, but you're also, you know, you know, you really know your stuff. So, um, yeah, if you're interested in learning more, uh, you know, fill out a comment below, uh, send us an email, um, you can send it to info at brockcrighton.com. And, uh, you can also, um, uh, yeah, you can contact any one of us through, through that email. So. Please reach out, provide your comments. Um, if you have ideas for discussions, also let us know. So my final thing is, yeah. as a callback to our first episode, we were recording this on the day that The Lion King released. Are you for the remake? Are you against the yes, remake? Yes, I like that. I'm against it. Against? Yes. Leave a comment down below if you're also against, or if you're for, yeah. and then when we go see it, we'll make another podcast. Thanks again. We're, uh, yeah, thank you again. <laughs> Wanna do a jingle? Oh no. Jingle, jingle outro. Jingle outro. Put you on the spot. I don't remember where the picture Jingle one. bells, jingle bells. Not jingle. that kind is that of copyrighted? Jingle? I don't think so. Okay. People use it everywhere. So even if it is, it's like it's not even Christmas time. Alright. So there we go. Well then we found our new jingle. <laughs> okay, wait, where is my shaker? Oh, oh, oh I don't have it anymore. Okay, that's fine. That's your outro. Here, I'll use this granola bar. <laughs> Actually that doesn't sound bad. <laughs> wait, I forget how it goes. Okay. Thank you! <laughs>